Welcome to the Rich Feet Podcast with Dr. Tanisha Richmond. This podcast is sponsored by the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic, where they specialize in happy feet. Each episode highlights the best of Dr. Richmond's radio show, providing bite-sized clips of advice. Let's jump right into the show. Oh my gosh, Tanisha. So first off, I want to thank you for having me here today on your show. I tell you, we I guess I should start by introducing myself. So my name is Adam Torres. I work with Dr. Tanisha Richmond on her podcast and we help produce it for her. And we decided, so Tanisha and I were talking recently and we said, you know, it'd be really fun if I come on the show sometimes and, and as a guest host and we just have some fun. We talk about what's going on in not only her practice, but, you know, the world and, and other things going Going around. So, Tanisha, hey, first off, thank you for having me on your show. It's an honor to be on your show. <laughs> thank you for being on my show. So, we, it's a little bit different turning the tables, huh? You've been on my show multiple times. Now, now you're the host. Yeah, well, I host my own radio show. I've been doing that, I think, about six years. So, I'm used to interviewing people. So, it, oh. it, it comes to me. That's awesome. And so one of the one of the cool things that I, I love about Rich Feet Podcast and when we were when we were kind of when we were both brainstorming like how this would go and the and the show is I think it's just really a unique bit of content. Like if there's not too many uh, doctors that are out there kind of giving their, their input on what's going on not only in their practice but in their in their neighborhoods around them and and just, you know, society at large. So I know you got a lot of a lot of things going on. As we were kind of talking in the pre show I understand you have your your, start, your your store. I mean, give us some updates on what's going on in your practice, because I know you got a lot, and I'm not going to remember them all. You got a lot. Well, okay, so what it happened was <laughs> the pandemic hit, and then I decided I wanted to make custom face masks to give away to patients. Then George Floyd, you know, happened. The murder of George Floyd, the protest happened. So since I couldn't physically go out and protest, I started making my little mask, Black Lives Matter, and my Power Fist mask, and I started wearing them in my office. And then my patients were like, I want that mask. I'll pay you to make me that mask. So then it kind of just ballooned from there. I went out, I bought, now I have four crickets. The cricket makers are the little things that you, you use, like iron-on vinyl, and you can design all kinds of different designs. I started off with a Cricut Joy, which is like the baby Cricut. And then I expanded to the Cricut Maker, which is the beast. She, it can cut wood. And then, <laughs> so now I have two little Joys, two Cricut Makers, two heat presses. I have a setup at my house, a setup at my office. And, and, that, and then I expanded into T-shirts. I now are getting like rhinestone T-shirts from China. And I have all these different designs of T-shirts. I'm going to expand into hats. And then depending on how people get fired up for the election, I may get into cups and plates. And I'm now interviewing and planning on hiring someone to manage all that because I also have a, a foot boutique in my office. And I want to put all that online through multiple platforms and sell online because I want to be able to survive because you know, in the fall, we're about to hit the flu season. People are going to be sick, and then they won't know if they have the flu or if they have corona. People are going to be quarantining and shutting down. And so I'm just trying to get ready for all that and basically just making sure I survive the pandemic. 
I'll tell you, on a personal note, I've been, I'm, I'm afraid to sneeze. Like, I, I think, like, sneezing is, like, the new, like, thing you're not allowed to do in public. If you sneeze, everybody turns around, and I'm like, it was just a sneeze, everyone. I'm okay, I swear. My throat's not sore. I'm not breathing okay. But it's tricky. Like, how, how do you, what do you think's going to happen when this flu season comes out? Not not asking you to have your crystal ball, but you do have a, you know, you're in a unique position in the medical community. I mean, how do you think this plays out? It's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad. It's because I was talking to someone and they were saying that the hospitals will become overwhelmed, the ERs, the urgent care, everyone, because people are going to freak out because you're going to have a flu, which everyone pretty much gets. And I don't know in your state, in the state of Ohio last year, we were shutting schools down last year just for the plane flu. It shut oh, down really? the system. Yes, we were shutting people down for just the flu last year. Because so many people, the kids were getting sick, the teachers were getting sick, the subs were sick, <laughs> everyone was sick. So they they couldn't function. So then you throw in corona, and I actually one of my colleagues, she owns an urgent care, and I was talking to her because I want her to come on my radio show, and I want to interview her. And she's like, basically, the symptoms are identical. So basically, if you get symptoms, you got to go somewhere and get tested to see if you got the flu or if you have corona. And then you got to quarantine while you wait for your test. And, you know, so it's, it's going to be a mess. <laughs> wow. I didn't, you know what? I didn't even think about that because I don't, I don't go around many people just in general. So that being said, um, a, a lot of my work's remote. So I mean, it, it always has been. I just, I don't know, I'm pretty private. So I, I don't, I don't usually get sick. Like I haven't been sick in like many, many years. And the thing is, is I, I look at it and I'm thinking about it. I'm from Michigan though. So I'm from Michigan. So I mean, I grew up, but this way, I grew up getting sick, right? Like uh, everybody yeah. gets sick. You go to school, you get the, you get a cold, like you're, you can pretty much count on getting your cold every year, at least once a year. Yeah. I mean, some yeah. people are rare. They don't get it. Maybe maybe you skip a year, right? Maybe you skip two years. But at some point, you're going to get a common cold. And so now it's like, is that common cold or is that now everybody's like to the uh, going to be to the umph degree of, and especially, I guess, just the social part of it too, huh? Like you can't really walk well, by. If, somebody, if you walk by somebody coughing, like you cringe a little bit, right? I do. I, not you, but I do. I do. <laughs> well, everyone should be wearing a mask mm-hmm. anyway, because most states now have mandated everyone wearing masks. But luckily, the flu season, not to think about it, if people actually wear masks, it may not be as bad this year because most people in America <laughs> right now should be wearing a mask whenever they go out. But there's still a lot of people who are refusing, but still, if 70 to 50% of the population is now wearing a mask, that Mm. should drop the flu season. It shouldn't be as bad, because flu is airborne just like corona. They're both airborne viruses. So I, this is just my, my novice, my novice self wanting some, wanting some medical advice here. So if you've had if you've had the same mask since Corona started and you haven't washed that thing and that's hanging in your car, is that a safe mask or is that a cesspool of grossness? You tell me, because I'm like, come on, people, like, well, you, I, yeah, I don't know, like, can you please well, like wash the mask, buy a new one, go go to your store, go to your store. I mean, come on, I guess get a new mask, well, something. They they they, there's so many different things they've said, but mm-hmm. ultimately, anything is better than nothing. 
because uh, the whole the virus is past airborne droplets. So mm-hmm. even if you've been breathing in it, it's just your stuff on the inside. But if someone mm-hmm. comes up to you and breathes on you with your dirty, nasty mask, you're still protected from whatever. So your mm-hmm. mask may be a little funky, but <laughs> it will still protect you. It just may not smell good on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was getting at, because I swear I know a couple people where I'm like, wait a minute, come on now. You well, gotta... <laughs> I think we're all, because actually I bought laundry detergent to my office. I'm glad you said that. Cause I, I'm going to start washing my mask out in the sink on Fridays and air drying them over the weekend, because once they get in your house, they get mixed up in your regular clothes. They never get back in your car or your purse. And, you know, now wearing a mask is like a, it, it's an accessory. So, like, with me making custom masks, you know, depending on how I feel that day, I might pull out my diva mask or, you know, my <laughs> mask or, you know, what I have on, or if I have a certain cologne, I might pull out a mask and match my outfit. So, you know, now it's, it's an accessory. It's like jewelry. So most people now probably have, like, 15, 20 different masks that they have on them. And then with the cloth, I mean, the paper, you really don't want to keep dealing with paper because you constantly got to throw that away, get another one, throw it away. But if you have cloth, then you can wash it. You know, it's it's just more convenient than having the cloth ones. Mm. I mean, the paper ones. I'm just saying, do you do, and do you do, I, I'm just saying, I don't think I've received a Mission Matters map yet. I'm just saying, like, there's people over here that need masks too over in California, Tanisha. I'm just saying. <laughs> so when we get off the air, we can talk and negotiate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, you see how that works? I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> No, that's great. And uh, yeah, that that was on my mind today when I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, I'm going to ask Denisha today. I'm going to see what she's, what she's about this mask hygiene thing and how that works and if it makes sense. Because I'm like, because I don't know. Like, and like I said, because there's so much different, you know, things going out there. But what you said makes a lot of sense. So it's basically saying like, you know, you're breathing your own stuff and that might not be the best, right? If you're not nice and fresh, that, but that's a personal preference. But in terms of somebody else coming up to you and breathing on you, at least you like, there's that barrier. And I guess so what I'm hearing is that that barrier is the important part so that people should take this seriously. Like this isn't just, uh, you know, people, even though they've heard a lot of different things, that barrier can really protect them, protect them, right? Yeah. I mean, what, you know, they've been, they've had the studies. And of course, they, I think they say the N95 is the best mask to wear. But of course, I have a couple and I don't, I mean, the N95 is like the gold, the platinum of face masks. <laughs> like you really don't pull those out unless you know you're about to be exposed or someone is around you may be exposed but I mean my everyday little cloth mask that's pretty much what I wear and you know but my thing is you just want a barrier like I said you want to be protected and then you got to remember you got to protect yourself and protect others just like you just talked about coughing and sneezing you know, also we're in, in Ohio, we're going into allergy season. So, you know, oh my gosh. And stuff. And oh. I'm okay now because I always have on a mask. So I just need mm-hmm. my mask and keep it moving. And people, mm-hmm. you know, they don't look at you crazy. You have a mask on. You can't spread it. So, you know, the biggest thing right now, like CDC, is just put something on your face. 
a cloth, a scarf, whatever, a sock, whatever. Just cover your mouth and your nose because when you breathe, you breathe out droplets and then someone comes to you and gets close to you, even six feet away, you walk into a cloud of whatever they may have expelled from their mouth and and that's going to protect you. So it's Mm. all about... I mean, in this day and age, it's about self-preservation. That's what I said on my radio show. Even if you want to be selfish, just protect yourself. Mm. And by protecting yourself, you're protecting everybody else, too. No, that's well said, uh, and I get it, and that and that that puts more um, perspective in it for me. And I know when when I'm out there, I'm wearing my mask, and I hope everybody else out there listening yeah, to this is to too, because it's a big deal. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people. Like you said, are still saying it's a hoax, it's not real, blah, blah, blah. You know, they don't believe the, the U-Haul full of people dead in the back is real. But unfortunately, my family owns funeral homes, so I know it's real. I've, mm. I've had conversations, my brother's a mortician. You know, I've had conversations with him. Actually, when it first started, he was asking me questions. I'm like, you're a mortician? Oh, you're people. I don't know. I'm foot doctor. You know, he's asking me, well, what you... I'm like, I'm not a mortician. (laughs) You call your mortuary people. So, you know, so basically they don't even embalm COVID people. When they die, they go straight to the ground. They don't, Mm. they go straight from the corner, from the bag, to the casket, to the ground. And if they want a funeral, they can have an empty casket or they can have a grave site or they can have a person cremated and have a, a service. But they cannot have a body. Go straight to the ground. Wow. Yeah. I. You know what? I, I didn't know that. And then it makes a lot of sense, though, because uh, uh, it's, it's dangerous for everybody. Handling. Wow. That's something else. Like so to me, virus. Absolutely. No, I get it. Yeah. No. And I, I'm glad you said that, just so that people understand, like the severity of it, and that it is real. Like it's a thing, and that you know these men, and, and something as simple as wearing a mask. That if you can be selfish, as you said, and protect yourself, I never really thought about it like that. I agree with it. Hey, be selfish. Like that. Why not? If everyone I mean, what, what does it hurt? Selfish and <laughs> just protect themselves. We'll all be protected, just like herd immunity. Once the one person gets sick and has immunity, they protect the people around them automatically, and that's what we're trying to get to. That will happen. What's well, it's happening now, but very slowly because people mm-hmm. have to catch it and and then. They have immunity once they catch and they survive, but once the vaccine hits, the herd immunity will go faster. So, Tanisha, that being said, I could talk to you about this all day long, but it looks like we're about out of time on this one. I do want to talk a little bit more about your practice, though. So if somebody is listening to this and they want to learn more about the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic, I mean, what's the best way for them to get more information or even book an appointment? Give us a little bit more information there, please. So my phone number here is 937-228-3668. My website is richfeet.org, and I'm located at 1323 West 3rd Street, Dayton, Ohio, 45402. I'm located inside the Charles R. Drew Health Center. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. We do close at lunch, and we accept most insurances except for a few plans. You can always call the office to get a complete list. And if you are an existing patient, you can actually schedule yourself online through my website at richfeet.org.
All right, fantastic. Well, Tanisha, it's been awesome uh, being on your show this time. Uh, I was like, oh, man, we're going to have to do this again. This was a lot of fun. And, and hey, in, in the theme of the show, you said be selfish. Well, hey, I was being selfish. I got all my medical questions answered today. Awesome. And I, and I didn't even have to schedule an appointment. That's what I was talking about. Thank you again, Tanisha, for having me on the show. Okay, thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's show with Dr. Richmond, sponsored by the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic. The clinic is located at 1323 West 3rd Street in Dayton, Ohio, zip code 45402. To book an appointment, call 937-228-3668, or you can learn more at richfeet.org.